Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. And before we begin, we are recognizing that this is the completion of the of Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, the day when Jews seek and receive atonement from God for those sins committed against him. So it's a day of purification and reconciliation and something that not just our Jewish uh, brothers and sisters need to recognize, but we also need to recognize and thank God that we can come to him for uh, atonement and uh, purification from our sins. So let's look at today's study. We're looking at Acts chapter 26, verses 6 through 8, read from today's New International Version. Paul is on the witness stand defending himself. Being a Pharisee meant that Paul was already committed to the importance of the resurrection from the dead, a major tenet of uh, the Pharisees, one that prompted their ongoing debate with the Sadducees, who did not believe in the resurrection. So let's listen to verses 6 through 8, read from chapter 26 of today's New International Version. And Paul is speaking. And now it is because of my hope in what God has promised our ancestors that I am on trial today. This is the promise our 12 tribes are hoping to see fulfilled as they earnestly serve God day and night. King Agrippa, it is because of this hope that the Jews are accusing me. Why should any of you consider it incredible that God raises from the dead? Again, Acts chapter 26, verses 6 through 8, read from today's New International Version. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott, and I pray that you are enjoying my podcast. Stitcher listeners, you can listen, like, and follow on Pandora. Five Minutes in the Word is available on your favorite podcast apps, including Amazon Podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, and so many others. Please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. That again was Acts chapter 26, verses 6 through 8, read from today's New International Version. Paul, again, is um, speaking on his behalf because he's been charged with, as Matthew Henry says, high crimes and misdemeanors. So he gets a chance to um, tell the um, king, King Agrippa, um, his side of the story, basically. So let's just listen to what the commentaries had to say. Paul is continuing to speak, and he says, I'm on trial because of the my hope in what God has promised our ancestors, the hope of the kingdom of Christ, which necessarily implies the resurrection of the dead. The, this hope 
which rested on God's promises, a promise to the fathers. This is what Paul clung to. This hope his Sadducean prosecutors denied. He then was the true Jew. He was faithful to Moses and to the prophets. He claimed the sympathy and support of all true Israelites, and especially of King Agrippa. So he's saying all of this, that I have done as I should, and I have lived my life as a Pharisee, and I have not strayed, I have not wandered, I haven't done anything outside of what I've been trained. And then he said, and uh, continuing in that, in that thought, Paul made it clear that in both his heart and mind, he remained a faithful Jew. His trust in Jesus was an out, outgrowth of his trust. And the outgrowth came from the, the training, from uh, learning, as he said, at the feet of Gamaliel, from learning to study the law, from learning to study the prophets, and seeing from his study that Christ was a fulfillment of the law and the prophets and the hope that God promised them. So he's arguing that um, his hope, of course, is in the promises of God. And he's praying that his audience understands the, um, the distinguished men who were there listening to him and uh, to Bernice, who was also in that crowd. And he says, I'm accused by the Jews because of this promise and of the Messiah the self and salvation by him and the resurrection of the dead and eternal glory and he said um, the 12 tribes and he puts the king in that because remember the king says that that he's a Jew and he understands things about you know Judaism so he's saying King Agrippa you're part of the 12 tribes instantly we serve God day and night with that hope to come and enjoy the Messiah and all the blessings along with him and the happy state of the resurrection and eternal life. The people of Israel were distinguished into 12 tribes according to the names of the 12 patriarchs, the son of ja sons of Jacob. And uh, 10 of the tribes had been carried away and had not returned as tribes Yet there were, several, there were several tribes who either left the land or returned among the two tribes that were mixed with others. So, and they still distinguished themselves as the 12 tribes. And he says, why do we think, or why should you think that it's incredible or impossible for God to raise the dead? And of course, we saw that Jesus raised the dead. So he's saying, uh, since Agrippa was an expert in all customs and questions which had to do with, uh, with Judaism, he should have understood the belief that God could or would raise the dead. So he's saying, why is, why is the thought incredible that our God, who can do anything, that you know he couldn't raise the dead? So he's talking to the heathens and the Sadducees because most of the crowd were probably Gentiles and the Sadducees who didn't believe in the resurrection of the dead. 
for the doctrine of the resurrection of the dead was thought to be an incredible doctrine by the heathens in general, and therefore was laughed at by the Stoic and Epicurean philosophers at Athens, who preached uh, when preached by the apostle there, and by a particular sect among the Jews, the Sadducees, they thought it was, you know, also that it was a ridiculous, incredible doctrine. And the, uh, the apostle may have either been addressing himself to Festus, who was the Roman governor, and of course he would have been in the category of the heathen because he wasn't Jewish, and uh, he could have been addressing the chief captains who were present, and being heathens, disbelieved this doctrine, or else he was speaking to King Agrippa, who might have been a Sadducee. And as a Sadducee, um, and other Sadducees in courts, in court, they didn't believe in the resurrection either. So he's saying, um, why do you think it's incredible? Why can't, why as a Jew, or even a Roman, or, you know, even our the Pharisees who are here, uh, that you don't believe in the general resurrection of the dead, which was judged from the nature of things to be uh, impractical and impossible by uh, the latter, which would be the, uh, the Sadducees. They just didn't see that as possible, as well as the heathens. But since God is omniscient and uh, omnipotent and just and true and knows where every particle of a dead body lies and can gather all together and inspire them, inspire with life, which he can easily do as to form all things out of nothing as he did and his justice seemed to require that the same bodies which had been partners with their souls in sinning or in suffering should share with them in woe or in happiness. And I'm going over so long. And that came from the pulpit um, commentary that it is possible that God can raise from the dead. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. And since I went so uh, far over my five minutes in the brief little discussion of that passage, which is so important, I just want to say as uh, today ends uh, Yom Kippur, that God, we thank you for the deep sense of serenity and joy that comes from reconciliation, from making peace with others and with God. And uh, we seek out those that we have wronged and ask their forgiveness. And God, we ask for your forgiveness for the wrongs we have committed against you. And Father, we thank you in advance because we know you do hear, you do answer. Praising you and thanking you. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.